Hi, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Women Behaving Boldly podcast, the podcast that features women sharing their stories about personal and professional growth and transformations to uplift, encourage, and inspire all of us to live our most beautiful, fulfilling, and elevated lives. I'm your host, Elena Marie, and today is one of the inaugural episodes, and I'm so happy you're here. I'm thrilled to introduce you to our guest, Tracy Collins. Tracy and I met over 10 years ago at a life coach training certification. She came all the way to to the USA from Australia, family in tow, so she could attend this training to further her professional and personal growth. She says that she knew straight away that we would become great mates, and I had to agree. I just love her spunky attitude. I am thankful that we have developed a lasting friendship through the years. She is a brilliant, beautiful, talented business owner, a beauty and wellness expert, a straight shooter, and a type of woman who just goes for her heart's desires. No holds barred. Welcome, Tracy. So welcome, Tracy. Thank you. How are you? Doing well today. So excited to talk to you and learn more about you and your beauty salon and spa. And just thrilled to know. Um, I know that you love helping women feel good and look beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I would just love to know how you came to do this. And if you could share your story with our listeners today, like why, what made you do this business? What made me do it? Well, I moved from Rockhampton to a big place called Sydney in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And Rockhampton's a very regional country town of about 75,000 population. So going from Rockhampton to Sydney was a big deal. But anyway, I went along and I went down to join my partner at the time down in Sydney. And of course, being very young in my early 20s, that relationship didn't last. But I found myself falling into a makeup artistry position after I did a diploma of cosmetology course. And that was with a company here called David Jones. And I was Mm. actually a makeup artist for Revlon. Oh, okay. Everybody, you've probably heard of Revlon. Yes, yes. So you were a makeup artist for them. Okay. Yes. So I worked on their counter in David Jones. David Jones is like the sister company of Harrods in London. So maybe Macy's in America. I'm not too sure what Mm -hmm. it would be. So it was a very prestige, extremely glamorous, luxurious. And when I walked in there, this girl from the country, I walked into this and I thought, I will never get this job. I'm just not glamorous enough. Anyway, I did get the position. I had to have two interviews, one with Revlon Head Office of Australia and also the David Jones Head People of Australia. And I secured the position Absolutely loved my journey with Revlon. I actually got to, from America, lead the the mail team that Revlon sent over to Australia to introduce Hugo Boss into Australia because Revlon had Hugo Boss in those days. Ah. And so I had an all-male model team from good old America. (laughs) All us girls on the cosmetic floor 
<laughs> thought they were absolute eye candy. <laughs> And I had the privilege of being there. Lady that escorted them around and told them what were the rules and invited them on social outings. So it was absolute pleasure, that position. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> it was awful, but someone had to do it, right? Right. You rolled up uh, your sleeves, girl. <laughs> exactly. I did it for everyone. I took it for the team. Good anyway, for you. Um, so whilst I was with Revlon and I had a strong client base and a, they, they kept coming back, which was quite unusual because I thought only regional towns established better at loyal clientele, but actually mm -hmm. in Sydney City, I had my loyal clientele, um, no. some celebrities. So that really had me starstruck and I was very makeup orientated then, but then I got to really love skincare and the skin. So I then um, took it upon myself to investigate. Over there, I'm pretty sure they're called School of Cosmetology and Estheticians, whereas yes. here we're also called estheticians, beauty therapists, advanced beauty therapists, paramedical mm -hmm. beauty therapists. So I went into a part-time course of three nights a week after working full-time work and weekend work, um, studying that for about 12 months to two years. So I I gained a advanced diploma of paramedical beauty therapy and aromatherapy and nutrition. So um, oh, that, that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. And after two years, I decided that I wanted to return back to Rockhampton, mainly because I missed family and my roots. Mm -hmm. And sure. so I thought, why not take the plunge? Rocky doesn't really have many beauty salons. It had one main beauty salon, but coming from Sydney, I was introducing a lot of new services, techniques, and uh, ways of... Um, implementing advanced beauty into Rockhampton. Oh, so, wonderful. Hey, sort of innovative yeah. for the time and place. Hmm. And that was in my mid-20s, had a five-year plan that I was going to stay for five years and then take my next journey. But I just enjoyed being back home, enjoyed being in business, loved it. And... Um, met my uh, first husband, that didn't work out. Then I met my second husband in my late 20s. And that was after being in business for about six years. And of course, grew from a 20 square meter business to a 100 square meter business for the next following probably 15 years. And then on to purchasing my own building and going to a larger salon and spa area of about 130 square meters. Wow. Which I'm that's big. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's big. And what a progression for you. It was, but I made sure I took it slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, a lot of people say, well, what was the business analytics you did? And Nope, not one nope. business report, not one business analytics. I went all with gut. Did you? Now, that's interesting. So, I mean, first of all, that you're 
an amazing businesswoman and talented and skillful. And you completely went by your gut. So tell us, what does that feel like to you and look like? Like, how did you know? How did I know? Yeah. I'm very much into intuitive thought and action on that. And Mm -hmm. if it feels right, then I 100% go with it. If there's any sort of hesitation or roadblocks, mm-hmm. things that are too difficult to navigate, then I won't do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm a firm believer in affirmations and following mm-hmm. your gut sense. And yeah, and it will guide you in the most positive way. Like I don't even have any negative thoughts whatsoever. I don't even question the what ifs I don't even let them come into the equation the conversation Mm -hmm. so if an if a little negative thought pops up for you how do you how do you deal with it and shut it down so that it doesn't get in the way put a I just go I just put a lid on it It, you just put a lid on it yeah Yeah. It, it doesn't even like there's probably negative thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the support, my family, my husband, everyone around me just say, go for it. This is amazing. Do it. Why aren't you scared? Well, you know, there's no fear. There's just the desire and the passion and the enthusiasm that this is going to work and it's going to be big. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And it's so important, I think, to follow those things, your desire, you know, passion and enthusiasm, exactly as you said. And I think that is incredibly inspiring because sometimes people do shut those things down. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know. I've just always gone with my gut instinct. I've always mm-hmm. been guided with that. It's led me in the right path. It's always worked out well for me. So mm-hmm. in my late 50s, I still practice my affirmations. I still invite all the goodness and positive. And of course, we have challenges. I've had many challenges along my journey. But of instead course. of looking at the problem, I look at mm-hmm. the solution and I focus on the solutions because the problem won't go away. I've just got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I I'm, I just made myself a little note there <laughs> with mm-hmm. the star because I think that's so beautiful and important to focus on the solution and not just keep looking at the problem itself. Mm. And I would imagine... Um, of course, there were challenges and stumbles and setbacks upon building a business. When you do anything um, new and different, there, there has to be some challenge in the way. Like that, it just happens, right? Hmm? Absolutely. And, and with every move of the business, mm-hmm. I would question, ooh, will my clients follow me? Of course they'll follow me. This is a regional town. It takes the most 20 minutes to get somewhere. And my services are fantastic. And how I deliver customer service and my treatments to our Mm -hmm. clients is superior. And of Mm. course, why wouldn't they follow me? So that's probably how I dealt with any sort of negative thoughts. 
Mm -hmm. uh, at all because I'd put in a reasonable explanation that that's just a silly idea. That's just a silly thought. Put it away. Yeah. 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 So good. And I like how, you know, you owned the confidence of what you're offering and how dedicated you are to the people and the clients, you know, that you do serve. I mean, absolutely dedicated to them. I'm very much dedicated to them. And mm -hmm. I think um, you always need to be humble and never mm -hmm. let ego get in the way and learn from your competitors. I think that's really important. Like competition is healthy, but it's healthy because you learn from them and you focus on yourself and you don't focus on your competitors. Because once you mm -hmm. start putting your attention to competitors, mm -hmm. then you're taking your finger off the pulse of your business. Mm hmm. Right. Right. Be aware of your competitors, but don't be saturated in what they're doing. Yep. Because at the end of the day, you still have to do what's right for you and your clientele. Absolutely. And visit yeah. what make you what makes you successful. What went well? What didn't go so well? Yeah. And, you know, along that journey too, I introduced beauty therapy to the only college here that wanted to deliver it. And I was their teacher for quite some time. So I had to take myself out of the business, but still run the business and teach at a vocational college here, beauty therapy, because we were so skilled poor. So that was a problem. I, um, I, you know, I was part of mm -hmm. the solution for this area. I love that. And you're still the whole time following what is true to you and your heart and your calling. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's back up a little bit um, and talk about the success of your business mm -hmm. and, and how what you do um, empowers women and how your success is reflected in that. I think the success comes from that a impression or perspective of a beauty salon and spa is just all about feeling good, which it is, but it has mm -hmm. a holistic approach. So because I had a pharmacology background, I dispensed pharmaceutical drugs in pharmacies. Mm -hmm. I'm not a chemist but I'm a, a dispenser mm -hmm. and I had some nursing background. So it enabled me to even understand my clients from a medical perspective as well when they have illnesses or when they have certain conditions that I was able to encompass that with my treatments and the outcome of my treatments. But the essence of what we do is a holistic approach and it's the about the power of personal touch and mm -hmm. engaging one-on-one -on -one with someone where they are your absolute center of attention. So they feel validated. They feel important. They are important and they're validated. Mm -hmm. That's the part of becoming successful when you're in the personal services industry, that it's not about you, but it's about the person in front of you and it's about how you validate everything about that they're there for mm -hmm. and 
actually, just as you say that, it also makes me think, excuse me, just relationally, how the most important person is the person in front of you anyway. I mean, just in a, like in a, in a bigger picture. So you're taking care of that person, um, in a way just by honoring them. And like you said, let them know they are important because they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I must say, I've never been in business to be wealthy. Mm -hmm. I've been in this business, personal services business, human services business, because I am of service Mm -hmm. to my clients. I'm not a slave. I am of service. And I wish to share with them my knowledge and the ability of what my hands can make someone feel, my treatments can make them feel. Mm -hmm. And we have some clients that just sob throughout a treatment because they have this absolute release of emotions, but Mm -hmm. most importantly, they feel safe. Yes. Yes. And what a gift. I mean, to have a space where, someone can go and kind of let that guard down and soften their heart and their spirit to release it. Mm, you know? absolutely. I mean, obviously, obviously it's needed, right? I mean. Absolutely. More so now than ever. Yes. Yes. And I think, um, you know, as women tend to take on quite a bit. We do. You know, on both sides of the world, all sides of the world, (laughs) maybe, (laughs) you know, and how wonderful to have a place where it's pampering, yes, and you can know that you're valued and you matter and you can feel good, but also just feel safe and comforted. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm on my third generation client. So, you know, after being 35 years in business, not only did I treat grandma and mum and still do, in most cases, I'm now treating their teenage daughters. Amazing. And men too. We see a lot of yeah. men. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and because where you live, I mean, it's not a huge city. So, no, um, so that speaks volumes that families see you, you know? Oh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's that loyalty. It's that relationship. It's about relationships. Mm-hmm. You establish mm-hmm. a relationship. And like back in the day when I first started, I was the second or third beauty salon in the town. Now there's about 20 to 30. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's so the personal a- wellness industry is growing. Wow. Now, you also have, you know, like the nutrition and the aromatherapy training. And how do you think those things help um, inspire women so that they just feel better? Um, I think it gives them a rounded approach to their treatments and especially Mm -hmm. recovery of their condition or skincare. So when it comes to nutrition and also, um, you know, supplementation as far Mm -hmm. as natural supplementation or homeopathy, it's the the holistic approach we need. So we need to treat from the inside because when I'm treating skin and skin conditions, 
And they could be um, caused by a range of things. They could be caused by stress. They could be caused by autoimmune conditions. They could be caused by um, just family genetics when it comes mm -hmm. to dermatitis and eczema. And so having that knowledge and that background, I can say to clients, look, the only way we're going to get this to work is if you follow this Mediterranean way of eating. So mm -hmm. um, that then works hand in hand because the skin being the largest organ of the body is the very last dumping ground. So if the skin isn't happy and there's issues with the skin mm -hmm. and problems are occurring with the skin, face and body, there is definitely enough going on inside that it's saying, I am done trying to deal with this. I'm going to start dumping onto the skin. Mm. So you need to have a very well-versed knowledge in nutrition, how the body works, how the organs work, the systems of the body. You really need to do that to be able to establish a clinical outcome for your client. Having said that, being clinical, you need to nurture them along the way with lots of care and love. So mm -hmm. it does seem cold and clinical. Um, and, and it's just about fitting in that wellness scope of complete holistic approach to their care. Of course, you could just look at doing your facials and your makeup and your body massaging. But mm -hmm. there's a reason why they're there too. And it could be just self-care and self-worth. But sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot going on and there's a lot to consider. Right. Right. Well, I really like that you do have such a holistic approach. And if it's right for the right person, you know, they'll consider that route and if someone else just that wants to get a massage or just have a facial you know once a month then they can go that route too but it's so wonderful that you offer the depth of an experience mm. well mm. And, and it's a relationship like after mm -hmm. 35 years I know clients families so well and their mm -hmm. names and where they live but they've never met me, but we can have a beautiful conversation about them because I've, I've been on the journey with them. Right. Right. Absolutely. And that means a lot. I mean, that speaks volumes for people. It does. It does. Absolutely. To remember names and to remember your client's name and what your last conversation was, and you can pick that up with them mm -hmm. two months later, one month later, six months later, 12 months later, um, that, that proves to them that it's not all show. There's depth. Right. 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 It's, it's just a nice, um, it's not just a nice thing to do. It's nice and it has heart and soul to it. That's what I'm trying to think, say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, what would you say, um, to someone who has never had this kind of experience, um, like maybe it hasn't been in their budget before, or maybe like they know they need some TLC or they need some downtime and need to recharge their batteries. Like, what would you say to someone who's like, oh, this is all new to them? I would, um, I'd suggest to do their own research and by doing that go to the business that they would be thinking of 
their website, their socials, mm-hmm. have a feel for what the reviews say, mm-hmm. have a feel for how they um, display their social media and the posts that this place does because some places are very medical and clinical and mm-hmm. therefore it's what other people are requiring um, and, and other places are all about nurturing and wellness and um, encompassing the health and well-being mm-hmm. on a more therapeutic level with their clients. So once they identify with themselves what it is they'd really like to do and if they're just exhausted and tired and their batteries are low, then of Mm -hmm. course they're going to look in more of your therapeutic nurturing treatments such as massaging or facials or manicures and pedicures, those sort of treatments Mm -hmm. where they've got the one-on-one contact in a private setting or they could go with their best friend or their sister or their mother, someone to go with to have a treatment with to build their confidence. Right, right, lovely, lovely. And then what would you say to someone who, this is sort of old hat, who has done a lot of perhaps, um, you know, self-care to varying degrees but wants something a little more um again would you have them start start with that research or like is there anything else you have to do yeah if they were in my business I'd certainly educate them but I'd ask Mm -hmm. the questions of what they were wanting what were they hoping for it to achieve what is important to them So Mm -hmm. once I investigate what their needs and desires are, then I can set up a treatment plan exactly to meet their needs. Mm -hmm. So it could be totally out of what they thought they were going for. But once we look at it and you educate your client on how what you've suggested or advised is going to be of benefit then definitely and sometimes that just means a consultation sit down with uh, the person and take it from there right right and that makes perfect sense perfect sense Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um basically just clear communication it sounds like yeah communication is absolute key if you Mm miss the little cues mm-hmm. so if I'm in a waxing appointment and my client says to me oh Tracy I'm exhausted I am so exhausted and they may share with you a little bit of the struggles or what's going on in their life at the moment that is causing most of the exhaustion you go hey have a massage the lava shell massage will do xyz because it has magnesium and lavender we'd love to do that for you you will feel amazing So it's not a sales pitch. It Mm -hmm. is all about nurturing them and giving them some time out, well-deserved time out, so they can Mm -hmm. recharge those batteries, dust themselves off and continue on with the the challenges because you can't take away everyday challenges, but you can definitely focus on them with a new invested energy. Yes, yes. And I love that so much because... Um, you know, you hear a lot about self-care and what it's so important, 
but also, I mean, there's truly a reason for it. Like you have to fill yourself up to be able to do what you need to truly do. Absolutely. It's about the two E's. We can't, you know, if the tank's on empty, we can't function. We end up stalling and just conking out. But if there's enough in the tank, then we can Mm -hmm. go. Right, right. And of course, you know, people have different responsibilities and different abilities in which they can um, practice their self-care and self-nurturing. But how would you say, um, you know, when someone goes to a salon and beauty spa, how would you say it does encourage women to thrive and, you know, to be their best and to feel their best aside from like, hey, I'm just looking good today. (laughs) (laughs) which is great, which is great, by the way, when you feel, when you walk out of a salon and you're feeling like you look good. (laughs) Absolutely. And the thing is, this is that um, there's a lot of trust involved. And once Mm -hmm. a client knows that you've been around 35 years and our name's pretty well known in Rockhampton. So there's that trust, first of all. And when they do come in, it's like you said, like we discussed, it's about clear mm-hmm. communication and it's about sharing experience, clients' experiences. So if you mm-hmm. share with them about other clients' experiences or how clients give you feedback and what they say, mm-hmm. um, For instance, I said to a client the other day, we have a client that comes in for two hours every month. And whenever she leaves, she goes, right, that's filled my tank for the next month. I will see you then. I know I can keep going. (laughs) So it's it's like your your service station, your gas station visit. Okay, we can go for another two weeks. (laughs) Yes, not smelly in a bad way. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly so um yeah it, and it's important to them it is part of their lifestyle so it's mm-hmm. become part of their rituals their lifestyle mm-hmm. their absolute necessity so mm-hmm. so we can keep giving because as women we are givers mm-hmm. and sometimes we forget or we lose the idea of how to receive or we attach guilt to receiving and especially if it's in a a beauty environment a spa a spa salon environment Mm -hmm. a lot of guilt can be attached to that but um no I disagree there's there's no such thing as guilty pleasures when it comes to looking after oneself so that we can keep giving to ourselves and giving to what we prioritize in life. That is so well said and so beautiful. And I am going to be quoting that, my friend, and sharing that because I think you've said so many wonderful things today, but also um, a lot of these things can apply in situations that aren't necessarily in the beauty world as well someone could mm-hmm. take a lot of these lessons and just apply it in their life as a human being and just how to make things better mm, absolutely yeah absolutely. yeah and I just love that so much but is there anything else that you would want someone to know about what you do or what your story has been and if someone um 
could hear like just the most interesting thing that you can think of that you would like to share? Oh, there are so many. <laughs> I know. There are so many things and people evaluate and look at success so differently. Mm -hmm. um, some people look at success as I have a shiny new brand new car in my driveway. Mm -hmm. Success for me is, and, you know, without it sounding gushy, is to be able to look back on my journey and go, hmm, I did well, I still keep doing well, and just, yeah, I, I, for some reason there's a lot of joy. There's no regrets, mm -hmm. there's a lot of joy, and I've been able to have a great and still have a great life here in Rockhampton. I'm still able to, I have beautiful relationships with my staff and with my clients and my family. I have a wonderful harmony of work and my family life and my um, social life. It, I, it's just a harmonious. Do you ever get to live in balance? I don't think so. So don't always strive for balance, mm -hmm. but harmoniously work mm. with get that right between the work and family harmoniously. So I love working and that gives me joy as well as working on the business when I'm at home. But I also don't let my family life suffer or my home life suffer. So I get, I have a beautiful harmonious blend of everything I do. So look for harmony, not balance, because what is balance? Right. There's always something tipping the scale at some time or another. So Absolutely. I yeah. So what you said makes perfect sense. And it's also sounds, if I can say so, you sound like such a grateful person. Oh, you have to be grateful. You've got mm -hmm. to give gratitude. I, I give gratitude morning and night. I give gratitude even when the business may not be so flash um, because of economic times and COVID. There was a time there at COVID that I thought, oh gosh, am I going to have a business to go back to after all the, the close downs and, and what have you? And right. I had gratitude for that because if you don't have gratitude, you take things for granted and that's when that can tip you over. That's, that's when you can start to um, make bad decisions. Right. Right. And for a good decision, follow your gut. Absolutely. I have followed my gut a hundred percent and <laughs> it's not very good business advice, but yeah, I've just followed my gut when it feels right. It feels right. And it's not always been right. I've started something and thought, no, stop it. I don't go. I don't keep fighting when I have this little signal that says, no, don't keep going down mm. that path. You need to change direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, Brilliant. Not, not, not great for all the people that do business plans and business strategies <laughs> and all that sort of thing. <laughs> and I'm bootstrapped, so I didn't allow myself to go into big debt. I've always yep. bootstrapped. Amazing, amazing. Well, Tracy, I think your story is beautifully inspiring and from the heart and also pragmatic and glamorous and fun. So thank you so much for sharing a piece of your life and your story with us today. 
My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Wow, isn't she just inspiring? I love how pragmatic Tracy is and hopeful and she's a dreamer. She just combines everything into one beautiful bundle. Okay, so to learn more about her, you can see her at her website at www.completeharmony.com.au and see her on Instagram at Complete Harmony Skin and Body and on Facebook at Complete Harmony Skin and Body. And we will also put these links in the show notes. But here are the bold points to ponder from this episode. Number one, follow your gut, trust it, and if it feels right, go for it 100%. Number two, practice affirmations. Number three, choose your thoughts carefully. Invite goodness and positivity into your life. Shut down the limiting negative thoughts and instead focus on your desires, passions, and enthusiasm. Number four, don't stay stuck. Focus on the solutions and not the problem. Number five, there's no guilt in receiving gu- <laughs> I almost said receiving guilty pleasure, but why not? There's no guilt in receiving guilty pleasure. <laughs> in fact, if you look after yourself, you're better able to give energy to the things that you prioritize. So go on, fill yourself up. Number six, look for harmony and not necessarily balance because really, what's balance? Number seven, practice gratitude morning and night. And number eight, ask yourself, what do you want to achieve? What's important to you? It's important in the beauty and wellness world and in your own daily life. Thank you for tuning in today, you gorgeous human. If you enjoyed this podcast and gained a bit of wisdom or inspiration, please subscribe and leave a five-star review if you like it and share the episode with someone else who you think will enjoy it or needs a little spark today. It really helps to get the stories out there and is most appreciated from the bottom of my heart. And if you really, really loved it and want to be a sponsor for this woman-owned enterprise, please contact me through Instagram at womenbehavingboldly or at the website www.womenbehavingboldly.com. Okay, now go on, be bold, go do something that makes your heart sing. The small print. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily represent views of any organizations or individuals mentioned during the episodes. The content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. We do not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any condition, and we encourage you to please see an appropriate medical or mental health professional for any medical and mental health care and or advice. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the terms and conditions mentioned in the disclaimer. Thank you for listening.